Welcome to the Emotional Balance Sheet Podcast, your guide to help you manage life, money, and multiples. Each episode, host Paul Fenner, Tama Capital's president and founder, and the proud parent of four amazing children, including one set of triplets, will provide insights on successfully sustaining an active lifestyle, career, and family through comprehensive wealth management strategies, financial education, and lifestyle planning specific to parents raising twins, triplets, and more. Learn more, subscribe to the show, or connect with Paul at TamaCapital.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Tama may retain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. One of the unique outcomes of hosting this podcast has been having all of these really fascinating conversations with people about their life transitions. We've talked to people that have gone through job loss, relocating, starting a new business, starting a new family. And recently, I wrote an article about why I became a financial advisor. And a lot of people responded back with um, thoughts on having me talk about my background and my life transitions that I've gone through, uh, some of which I've talked about in in various episodes um, over the past year since we started the podcast. And so today, the podcast is going to be a little unique in that it's just going to be me uh, talking about my background uh, so you can get to know me a little bit better, why I started Tama, some of the major life transitions that I've gone through, and talking about this this family office concept that uh, I talk a lot about and that, that people have really engaged with. So with that said, I'll just roll into my background. So I grew up in um, a small town in Michigan, uh, Adrian, to be exact. Um, you know, grew up middle class. Um, my my family, um, you know, both both my parents worked in um, manufacturing, and it was it was a a really unique upbringing in the fact that I grew up in a rural community, but then we had family friends that, that lived on a dairy farm in, in Wisconsin. So my, my summer vacation week was spent on a dairy farm in Wisconsin milking cows. So, but, uh, you know, I, you know, finished when I graduated from high school, I started at Kettering, which is now Kettering University, which is an engineering school in Flint and went there my first year and, and just about hated it. Um, you know, I liked engineering, but it, the school wasn't for me. So I transferred to Adrian College, where I did end up finishing my undergrad degree in facilities management. And so when I started my corporate career uh, back in 1998, um, I started in in accounting actually, and then moved into engineering. Um, that's one been one of the really unique things about my career is the diversity that it has spanned. Um, so over the course of my roughly 20 plus year corporate career, I ha- held roles in engineering, operations, accounting, and, and finance. And my last corporate role officially, um, I was CFO of a small private equity company. And I never really thought about building a business early on in my career. Um, it took a lot of years to um, figure out really what I wanted to do, what I liked, like many people. Um, But I can actually go back to when I was 13 years old and remember the first time that I bought my my first stock. And I wish that I had 
held it for these last, I guess, almost 30 years, which was Microsoft. So when I was 13, I opened up my first uh, brokerage account um, uh, with money that I had saved from uh, working. I had paper out and you know birthday money and all that. And so that's really where the seed was planted. But I never thought that I'd have a career um, as an advisor in the financial service industry. Um, to be honest with you, um, when when companies would come on recruiting trips to um, Adrian College, I was really t- kind of turned off by uh, you know, their their process, which was you know a lot of cold calling, selling products. Um, you know the the financial planning industry has has changed dramatically over the years, and so as I you know went through my corporate career, I thought that. If I were to start my own firm, that's how I would do it. I would start my own firm. I knew that there was a better way, and I wanted to be independent. I didn't want to want anybody to tell me what I couldn't, couldn't, could or couldn't do. Um, and so that's that's kind of the the seed of of you know how how Tama at the you know not at the time was kind of planted. So I kept my career corporate career going. Uh, while I started Tama roughly 10 years ago. And so that kind of probably gets me to my first major life transition of the day that the day I started my firm was the day that my triplets were born. So December of, of 2010. And I was actually relocating from North Carolina back to Michigan, uh, where my wife, Teresa, <clears throat> was at. Um, our family was still mainly here in Michigan. And so we decided we had to be back here uh, for family help. Um, raising The thought of raising triplets on our own um, was very overwhelming, <laughs> still is today. Um, but we, we knew we needed that family support. So I came back to Michigan from North Carolina, uh, landed a, a, a corporate role, and just absolutely hated it. And I think that was the, the driver that said, okay, I get, I've got to start this. Um, but like I was having a conversation a few days ago with a, a Tama family, um, you know, the journey of, of starting a business um, is not for the faint of heart, especially in my situation where I was really risk adverse. You know, I just had this, these, these triplets and I just couldn't throw my corporate career away. Financially, we just couldn't do it. Both Teresa and I um, had our careers and, and needed them. So what I did is I started building Tama um, on the side. Today, we would call it a side hustle. And they, they, it's a side hustle for a reason because it, it takes... When you're trying to balance a career, um, new family, uh, you know, personal relationships with your spouse or partners or friends or whatever... Uh, it takes it takes a lot, and so I was going down the path of working on my um, CFA and my CFP, and taking the Series sixty five to become a registered investment advisor, and so that all started, like I said, a little over ten years ago, and I still kept my corporate career going for the first seven years that I had Tama, and. It wasn't until um, the end of 2017 where um, Teresa and I got to a point where 
we we needed more balance at home with both of us trying to have these demanding corporate careers plus uh, me having the the business and raising not three but four kids at that time so we had um our our plus one Mackenzie a couple years after we had the triplets and it just wasn't working and we can kind of see our family dynamics going off the rails in a, in a not a good way and so we kind of stepped back and looked at the situation and said okay now's now's probably the best time for um Paul to start working on Tama full time. And that's what we did because it allowed me the flexibility to be at home more often and be more supportive with with our kids and our family. And looking back, you know, as far as life transitions, it's one of the biggest ones I've ever made. Um, but I'll look back, I'll look back, I look back on it now and I'll look back at it 10, 20 years from now and realized that that was probably one of the best decisions that Teresa and I had ever made. So one of the other things that really sparked me about five years ago was I had, you know, I was in the middle of a, of a corporate career. I was a director of, of financial planning and analysis uh, for a large publicly traded company. And um, things weren't going well. And there was a change in leadership and sooner sooner rather than later, I found myself on the uh, outside looking in. And that's been one of the highlights of, of, as I mentioned, having some of these conversations with people that have gone in, gone through career transitions and sharing their stories is that that happens a lot to people. And that's one of the reasons why I continue to stay in touch with people that were very important to me during that career transition um, because I think people really wrap them their that wrap themselves and their identity around their career for better or worse. Um, you know, a lot of of, of how we feel uh, stems from you know the success or potentially lack of success that we have in our career, and that was a very very challenging um, time for myself for for Teresa and our family uh, because we just didn't know. Directional, directionally, where we were going to go, and I had, I've had Rich Spriegel on the, on the podcast. I'll link to to his uh, episode in the show notes. Um, but he was very inspirational as far as giving me that that push that I needed. Um, I I've shared this quote that he told me uh, with with a lot of people, but he told me, Paul, you can only run from your destiny for so long. Uh, the first time I met Rich, he he really realized right away the passion that I had for Tama and that that's what I really wanted to do. And so he really pushed me to pursue that and I will always be grateful for him to do that. And along those lines, another important person um, in my life and, and journey with Tama has been Camille Jane. I've, I've mentioned her in a few podcasts as well. Um, Camille was one of the really major influences on helping me get Tama started and actually the name. So when I first met Camille about nine years ago, um, she was the president of the Community House, a local nonprofit here in Metro Detroit. And the first time I met her, and she tells this story probably way better, better than I do, is that the name of my firm at the time was called DreamWorks Capital Management. 
and I had just signed on as a partner with with the community house, and um, I, I attended a, a a seminar that she was hosting and made the introduction. And she's like, "That's an awful name. You need to change that. If you want to work with me, if you want me to potentially be your coach or mentor, uh, we need to change that name." And so I resisted for probably about a good year. Thankfully, Camille still um, obliged me and decided to start working with, with me. And then once our, our plus one came along, uh, that's when Camille went to work on the name Tama. So uh, my wife is Teresa, obviously. And then we have Aiden, Madison, McKenzie, and Andrew. And so when you take the first initial of each of their names, first names, that's how you get Tama. And Camille is the one that came up with the name. And it's it's been really easy to talk about what I do and this family office concept because of Camille's creativity and, and naming my firm Tama after my family, um, because that's primarily who I work with. Whether you have you know twins, triplets, multiple kids, even no kids, um, you know, there's there's this fundamental um, foundation of family, which is what Tam Tam is about, and that's where it's always been about family. It's always been about trying to help people, you know, strike that balance, uh, the that balance that you know Teresa and I have struggled with for all these years, and you know sometimes you're in the flow, and then other times um, you're not, but. I always wanted to be that not only a financial partner, but life partner for, for all of my families. And to literally have the people that I work with um, become an extension of my own family. And while that may sound touchy-feely, it's really, really important to me. And the relationships that I've built with uh, my families over the years have been incredible. And you know, they continue to, to grow and develop. And one of the really cool things that I've seen this year um, is that families I've worked with uh, over the last 10 years, you know, their kids have gone through college and starting their careers. And now they're coming on board as what I call legacy clients, legacy kids, and, and getting them started um, with their financial plans. And so that whole family dynamic is so important to me and, and so important to what I do because when I first meet with people, I, I let them know I may not be the right advisor for you because I'm going to be really involved with your life. It's not just financial to me. Um, most of the value that I provide is in family, getting to know you, understanding where you want to go, what direction you want to go in, or helping you get there. And so a lot of people can get uncomfortable with that, especially if they've never worked with an advisor before. And it's something I lay out very clearly. Like, I, I want to be a part of your life. I want that, that relationship to be where if you think of something or something happens to your family or you think of something, I want to be the first person that, that you potentially call um, and, and be that, that, that partner. So that's a little bit about Tama and some of the life transitions that, that I've gone through in my background. Um, one of the things that people wanted me to, to dive into and explain a little bit more is the term that I use to describe Tama is a family office. 
So what do I, do I mean by family office? If you think of an umbrella underneath of it, I, w- I would call our family office, um, break that down into, into three major pieces where there's wealth planning, portfolio management, and tax services all under one umbrella. So going back to my corporate career and having that diversity of, of jobs and roles and knowledge and learnings, um, when I decided that I was going to start my firm, um, I knew that that's, that's the type of a firm that, that I wanted. I wanted somebody to be comfortable coming to me and being a one-stop shop for all of their financial and, and lifestyle planning needs. So when you think of wealth planning, I break that down into retirement, education, estate, insurance, tax, and the last bucket I call lifestyle planning. So really what I focus on first and foremost is is risk management. So looking at estate and insurance planning, and then your retirement, if you have kids, you know, education planning um, for younger you know, adults, it's cash flow management. For older adults, it's still cash flow management. Um, and then that last bucket, lifestyle. Well, what do what do you mean, Paul, by lifestyle planning? Well, it's it's basically anything that doesn't fit in those first four or five buckets. And it could be, you know, major planning major vacations. It could be um, buying a second home or vacation or starting a business. Um, anything like that 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 you're thinking of doing, aspirations you have, um, that's why I want to be a part of. I want to help you figure out how to get there. And we get there through some very you know, in-depth and detailed and comprehensive planning. So that's, that's the wealth planning side. Then you have portfolio management, which I think is what most people think of when they think of a wealth advisor. Well, that's just somebody that manages my assets. Well, I go way beyond that. Um, one of the things I really focus on is building a customized portfolio uh, for the families that I work with. And it goes hand in hand with the planning. I often tell people, I could put a plan together for you, but if I'm not you know, managing your, the, the, the assets you know, to help you achieve that plan, there's a disconnect. Just like if you want me to just manage your assets, I need to know what I'm managing for. So there's the, there's that that whole planning um, uh, tie that goes into that. They're they're really integrated. Um, they're not they're not siloed, and that's one of the reasons why when it comes to um, how we uh, our our fee structure, we charge a um, fee based on assets under management. There's no like hidden fees. There's no you know, if you call me, you get charged for for a meeting or just nothing like that. We, I try to make it as as simple and straightforward as possible. So again, I can build that relationship with people. So when they you know have a thought or a question, they could shoot me an email, call me, text me, whatever, um, knowing that there's peace of mind there because that's. That's really at the end of the day what we're trying to what I'm trying to create for families is peace of mind. You know that that sense that I'm working with Paul. He's doing what's in our best interest, not because he's a fiduciary, but because he cares about us. And yes, I am a fiduciary. I have a, a 
legal obligation to do what's in the best interest of, of my families that I work with. But besides that, that's that's the type of person that I would want to work with. Somebody that always has my best interest at heart. Um, so then you get to the the final piece of the of the family office taxes. So we we know that taxes touches everything, and taxes is be, is becoming a bigger and bigger. Uh, portion of the entire comprehensive wealth planning because for decades we had little to no changes in in tax law and tax codes and since 17 um, we've seen almost nothing but changes and now with with all the the with covid and stimulus um, it's made for I think it's put an even bigger emphasis on tax planning whether you're young, middle age or you know in retirement or nearing retirement. So the whole family office again is this concept where a family could come and work with us knowing that we have the knowledge, the experience, um the expertise to handle any of their wealth planning and life planning needs. And I was just having a conversation with with a, a younger new couple and we're talking about value and the value that you get. So there's a there's a there's a tangible value in working with an advisor along with an intangible um aspect of working with an advisor. And so there's a lot of things that when you sit down and think about your financial life that you may not think an advisor like myself would would come to the table or or bring up. So for example, you know, refinancing your mortgage, looking at your um, insurance benefits through your employer, um, managing your, your 401k through your employer. There's, there's a lot of um, avenues that I go above and beyond when it comes to working you know, with our families. And so you know, this is where I, I really stress that term family office because we are here, I am here for you and your family to help you grow and develop. So with that being said, I think that that hits on a lot of the questions that, that I had gotten back from the, from the article about why I became an advisor. And I'll link to that in, in the show notes on this episode as well, along with a, a few other um, episodes that I think are, are really great and talk about you know, life transitions. So you know, feel free. Um, you know, the best way to, to reach us is our website at tamacapital.com. So that's T-A-M-M-A uh, capital.com. Um, all of my contact information's there. You can sign up for um, or subscribe to our podcast, uh, which I hope you will. It's It's been a great honor to have so many great guests and, and continuing that, that trend and really... Uh, this is one way I bring value to to people um, as well. Um, there's our we have a blog um, on our website uh, which has uh, a lot of great articles and details. Um, so if you're if there's anything that we can help you and your family with now that you know a little bit about us, um, we we'd love to have a conversation with you and schedule a, a free discovery or complimentary discovery meeting. So with that said, I will wrap up this episode. Um, we will continue to have guests um, on a regular basis. 
I'm also going to try a new feature too, where we'll take a specific wealth planning topic, say college planning, and break that over a couple different episodes talking about um, the ways to plan for college, the ways to save, um, different um, loans that you should be looking at. So that's one of the, I think, new features that I'm going to implement um, into the podcast along with having great guests going forward. So thank you all for for listening and your support of the podcast. I, I greatly appreciate it. It's been a labor of love and I look forward to continuing it. And thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Emotional Balance Sheet Podcast. Please visit TamaCapital.com to subscribe to this podcast or to connect with certified financial planner and registered investment advisor, Paul Fenner of Tama Capital. And please join us again next time on the Emotional Balance Sheet Podcast. Mm-hmm.